0: Imagine a computer network that can fool hackers in seeing configurations that in reality don't exist, making it harder for the intruders to invade the system. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group, and I'm pleased to be speaking with Scott DeLoach. He's an associate professor of computer and information science at Kansas State University who recently received a $1 million plus grant from the Air Force Office of Scientific Research to study the feasibility of creating the so-called moving target defenses, which are a sub-area of the field known as intelligent adaptive techniques. Welcome, Scott.
1: Hello, Eric. Nice to be here.
0: First off, define moving target defense and intelligent adaptive techniques.
1: In general, when we say moving target defense, what we're talking about is changing or adapting various parts of a system that are typically used by an adversary to attack it. And the goal is to make those changes in such a way as to make it more difficult for the attack to actually succeed. Now, specifically in our research, we're talking... about enterprise computer networks. So we're looking at changing various aspects of the network itself such as the host addresses, the ports used to communicate between the various hosts, what software versions we're running, what protocols we're using. Now the problem that we're facing right now is that uh, enterprise networks are really built to operate in a static configuration. and In other words, all the addresses, the ports names, the uh, various configuration parameters remain the same over relatively long periods of time. And this really provides a significant advantage to the attacker. So they can sit there, they can observe the operation of our system over a long period of time and basically plan out attacks for when it best suits them. Basically, on the other hand, defenders are sitting there and we have to develop uh, typically signatures of malware or attacks and hope that the attacker doesn't change them so that we can actually recognize them and try to block them. Unfortunately, uh, the attackers are pretty sophisticated, and uh, any kind of minor change in the uh, malware signature easily defeats most of our defenses. So really what we're trying to do, if you think about it, we're trying to turn this concept of change against the attacker. Right now, that's completely on the attacker's side. We're trying to change parts of the, the network configuration to make it harder for the attackers to exploit it. The vision is that not only would we be able to stop most of the attacks, but even if the attacks were successful, that due to the changes in the system, those attacks will really only provide the attacker with privileges for a very short period of time. This could even stop zero-day vulnerabilities. Before we even know a particular vulnerability exists or that a certain type of attack is possible, we would still be able to stop those kind of attacks. The key behind moving target defense is change. However, we can't just change things randomly because really the goal of the network is to provide a useful service. We have to be able to operate our network while it's changing. This requires us to really understand not only what the current configuration is, but why the system is configured that way, okay? So in essence, we have to understand the requirements or the goals of the system. In our approach, we're basically proposing to capture a set of models that describe not only the configuration of the system, but the reasons why the system is configured that way or the requirements. And the other part of the intelligent adaptation would be instead of just adapting, say, choosing a random adaptation, we also have techniques that can detect possible attacks. What we would like to be able to do is use adaptation as a response to those attacks. We have to have knowledge of the system of what's going on in order to adapt appropriately to maintain operation, but we'd also like to be able to detect what the the attacker's doing and adapt And that way the attacker doesn't even really know we're adapting or that we even know he's there, but we're keeping him from getting into our system.
0: What is the state of the art of the technology at the moment? And how much more do the good guys have to learn to be able to pull this off?
1: The nice thing about this is a lot of the technologies that we need to make this happen have kind of come together in the last few years. Foundational technologies such as uh, really low-cost, high-end processors, virtualization techniques, workload migration, just-in-time compilers, online software distribution, and the whole concept of software as a service have been out there and have been researched and put into practice over the last few years. For instance, in our proposed approach, one of our key elements is the use of virtual machines because virtual machines can easily be created and eliminated, thus making it look like we're bringing new systems online, shutting down systems, changing addresses, doing a lot of things that would have been very difficult to do 10 years ago. Okay, Other technologies, such as what we, what we call our resource mapping system, which ensures that messages get delivered to the appropriate places, even as changes occur, some of that kind of technology has to be developed. And then there's some other technologies, such as the adaptation algorithms, some of the models, some of the attack detection components that have been in research for the last few years, are not really what I would call mature technology. So it's really a combination of a number of things, and our research is really trying to figure out how to put all that together. Are you
0: somewhat confident that you'll be able to do that, or is this still an area that's hard to really determine?
1: This is really brand new. There there has been some initial work on moving target type of defenses as far back in the late 90s, but these were typically really low-level adaptations or changes such as address hopping or message route adaptation. But about 2008 or 2009, the concept of a moving target defense was proposed as a game-changing approach to computer security at the National Cyber Leap Year Summit. And so since then there's been a lot of interest in the idea, but really there hasn't been a lot of research or research is just starting to get funded. In fact, in June, the first national symposium on moving target research is being held in Annapolis, Maryland. And really the goal of that is to determine if there's any uh, scientific evidence to show that moving target approach can really work. Do we think they can work, and how do we measure them if, if they can? So really, we're in the infancy stage right now.
0: How are you going to be using your $1 million-plus grant from the Air Force Office of Scientific Research over the next five years?
1: This grant, which was awarded to myself and Dr. Simon oh, my colleague here at uh, Kansas State, really has a goal to understand and quantify Potentials and limitations of moving target defenses for computer networks. And so, really, to achieve this goal, we have a kind of a two prong attack. Uh, The first thing, and really, probably the overall goal of our research, is to develop a set of analytical models to help us quantify the effectiveness and costs associated with moving target defense systems for computer networks. What that allows us to do is then be able to say, okay, for a certain amount of security, how much is it going to cost us, what are we going to have to do to actually get that kind of security. The way you would normally do that in the scientific world is go out and study uh, a bunch of existing systems, whether they'd be biological systems or, you know, artificial systems like we we're talking about to try to come up with these models. Unfortunately, they don't exist. The second part of our grant will be developing a proof of concept moving target system that will allow us to configure it to automatically adapt to a variety of different aspects of the network's logical and physical configuration so that we'll be able to come up with these analytical models and test them against our system based on the configuration parameters. The key research questions we're planning to address include, how do we measure the effect of moving target defenses in terms of both what do we gain in terms of security, and what is the impact on the mission? We also want to find out what are the key parameters of a moving target defense, like I kind of talked about, just demonstrating the basic feasibility of such a defense against you know, reasonable threat.
0: I'm trying to visualize how this system would work. If you are a hacker trying to get in, what would you see that maybe is not real?
1: Normally the way an attacker approaches a system is they, they would typically map out the system. There's there's software out there that will allow them to basically go out and determine what computers are in our network, what ports are open on the network, which will allow them to, term, to determine what software we're running on our systems, what versions of the software we're running on our system, and then they would choose their time to attack. What the attacker is going to see at this point if assuming this all worked, is that the process for mapping out a system takes some time, okay? It's not something that's done in a few seconds. So by the time they map out the system, and if they went to go then, say, uh, try to attack or find out more information, by the time they did that, it would look like the system had totally changed, Not only would the various servers, the web servers, the database servers, look like they're residing on different host systems, but they would potentially be running uh, different software or at least different versions of of the software. The attacker would never know exactly what the configuration was.
0: To be clear, is that because there would be actually changes occurring within the system that would make the map moot, or is it somehow sending out false information to the attacker?
1: No, we will actually be changing, at least virtually. Using virtualization technology and running virtual machines allows us to make it look like we're running, you know, we could have a single actual physical host, but it, it could look like it's actually running um, four or five or multiple machines. Basically, each one of those virtual machines has an address that makes it look just like a physical host. And we can actually create one of those in a very short amount of time and tell it to, you know, run a particular service so that we can shut these down and start them up. It may actually be on the same physical host, but we've changed the virtual host. So we could even change it from running a Windows operating system to now it's running a different software on a Linux operating system to an attacker. That's incredibly confusing. And we can change those things at a fairly rapid rate. That's part of the research we're doing. Is to determine, you know, how fast you can change things and how much that's going to cost. There are actual changes going on in the system.
0: Anything else you like? That
1: I'm very excited about this particular research that we've done because I really think there is a great need, and I think this uh, research has potential to really make a significant change in the state of the art and the state of practice.
0: Well, good luck on it.
1: All right. Thank you very much, Eric.
0: Thanks, Scott. I've been speaking with Scott DeLoach, Associate Professor of Computer and Information Science at Kansas State University for Information Security Media Group. I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening.